Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to episode one of Is This Place Haunted? <laughs> uh, this is so exciting. This is our first episode. I know. I can't believe it. It's been a long, been time. A long time coming. I am Olivia. I'm Lauren. We're bitches who love spooky shit, basically. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we decided to make this podcast when we both realised how much we love spooky shit. I know, I know. I think um, it's a long time coming though, because like when you think about it, when I lived in Edinburgh and that really, really spooky flat, didn't we talk about it then? And that was what, like eight years ago or something like that? Yeah, yeah I can't remember. We'll get into that, but um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember if that flat was spooky or not. Like I knew it was. It, was, it wasn't it was spooky in this because it, it was a fabulous flat in the center of Edinburgh <laughs> but it was like and you know had lovely aesthetic and whatever and stuff but I mean it was right next to Greyfriars so it was like it was pretty spooky to be fair in fact I've got I'll tell you about that later on there's a story yeah. about that place. so this week just to introduce ourselves we thought we would do um our kind of own spooky stories and why we love spooky shit yeah a little um, bit of an introduction to us take a drink every time I say spooky shit <laughs> so Lauren, what makes you love a spooky shit? What did you love when you were young? So when I was like super, when I was super young, like, and I mean like an infant or whatever, um, I, I don't know when it was, but like basically my mum and dad, they moved from Edinburgh to like a little suburb outside of Edinburgh where my mum was originally from. And they bought this like old, it was like an old flat that we lived in. And it was like, it was like a Victorian mansion, but it had been like, or not mansion, like a big house or whatever. It's like a big house and it'd been cut into like four. So we were on one of the flats that was in the house. So it was like probably about 150 years old, the place. And for some bizarre reason, 
my mom and dad used to sleep downstairs before my brother was born and I used to sleep upstairs in like this converted attic that had like two massive windows but it was like and it was like honestly like two flights of stairs to get up to it it was like super super like it was really like high up in the house why did you do that I remember (laughs) yeah and I remember um so I used to sleep up there myself every night and I remember um I used to be obsessed with Ghostbusters as well when I was super young. Like my dad used to play it. So I was, it was like my favorite, favorite film when I was young. I don't know why. I just loved it. But there was, when I slept in the bed upstairs, I remember every single night there used to be like those things that happened in the room. And I used to see this figure that every single night, I don't know if I told you the story, but would, would, it was like this dark figure that used to like scrawl across like the doorway. Like it was almost like it was hanging on the doorway. So every time the lights went out, the door was closed. Mum went downstairs and stuff like that. By the way, my parents aren't neglectful. It was just like, it was logical to put me upstairs because I was like four or five, five minutes. So this is how it's, this is how it started. So it was basically like, and it would walk every single night it would walk slowly across the room to me and it could be just my like childlike eyes like playing tricks on me but it happened every night right and I never thought anything of it but what I did do is I got a habit of up until I was about a teenager after it I used to sleep with my head under the covers would not sleep with and I had the light on for years afterwards and stuff like that but anyway so that happened and then one night um I remember my mum and dad eventually moved upstairs to sleep in the room with me. I don't know why they did, but I don't know what's to do with, I, I can't remember why they maybe turned the, doesn't matter. Anyway, they came upstairs and I used to get out of my bed and as kids do, jump into like your parents' bed. So one night I was got out of bed and I saw this big black figure walking closer and closer towards me again, like, and it went to reach out towards me. And I literally jumped over my mum because she wouldn't move when I was trying to get into bed. So I leaped over and I was in the middle of the bed with my dad and my mum and dad on either side. And I remember like the figure just like, it kind of just like disappeared, but it like, honestly, it reached out to grab me and it's so distinctive in my mind right now and stuff like that. Um, And I guess that's where I got interested in it because I was always like, what is that? What was that presence and stuff like that? And years later, I spoke to my mum about it and it turns out the house was haunted. Like my mum saw stuff in the house. And it's just from that, I just became more and more obsessed with it. Like obsessed with like another being and ghosts and like, what are they and why are they there and things like that? And why, what was that thing and stuff? So it was like, that's what got me started, I think. And that was like the earliest days. And then from that, you will probably get to it. But like, you know, the all the stuff we spoke about before the, the podcast started, you know what I mean? Like, what was your thing? Lauren, I don't think I can move on that quickly from what you just told me. I know, I, I can't believe I didn't tell you that before. I don't like, know why you told me that. I'm traumatized. Every single night. I mean, there's other stuff that happened in the house as well that my mum told me. And I was like, Christ, I was like, what the hell were we living there for? Like, if you're, I think that just makes it so much worse that you've said to your mum, what was that and she's like oh yeah by the way it was really haunted it's not like she was like oh no it was in your head she's like oh no nah, that was haunted as fuck hun <laughs> yeah she was she was like, like, just like you know what that fucking house was haunted by the way my mom doesn't speak like that but and but it she's like like a nice the nicest kind of presence if you were like scared of it um no I wouldn't say it was jolly as fuck like coming towards me it was, like a really, it was like a yeah it was like a spooky like it was really scary and I have to say I mean it could have just been my child's eyes and you know the dark you create things in the dark and stuff like that but that was no there was something more to that house but to happen so consistently till you were a teenager did you say as well 
um no no your head oh yeah no I mean yeah yeah like the I guess like the the trauma of it like I'm fine now like I'm totally like I'll sleep with all you know I'm not like that as an adult and stuff like that because I I grew up but like um certainly till I was say probably about age 10 or 11 I was like proper scared of stuff like that I used to have a nightlight and things like that but like um yeah I don't know maybe it's just a natural progression for kids to have that type of thing happen to them and maybe not everyone acknowledges it but I did like you know I've never had anything like that happen well that's where it started I don't know where my pleasure comes out of like liking this sort of thing I don't know where that comes from but like I also I took a note that you had said I didn't think anything of it (laughs) I know I was just like what if I this is a great life (laughs) I think you're haunted um no I was honestly quite weirded out but years later so and we're talking like maybe like when I was in my teens my late teens I told my mum about it probably for the first time I said this happened and stuff and mum went yeah I just like do you know it's funny you say that about the house by the way because one night I woke up and there was someone standing at the end of my bed and I was like what downstairs or upstairs in the attic room or downstairs and she was like downstairs in the room we were downstairs and she was like he was dressed like a cavalier I was like what oh like a soldier I'm like I only know the takeaway (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yes. you know yeah, it was just it's like fish chips <laughs> yes giant fish <laughs> oh my god but, that is so terrifying like it she, wasn't just you yeah and she said as well that, so she was in the kitchen washing dishes one day and this was before my brother was born so my brother is a blonde blue-eyed boy um so my mum was washing dishes and I was playing in the other room apparently and my mum said that she heard a child run through into the kitchen and she said that she she thought it was me so she turned around but she didn't turn around she just like you know how you just like quickly glance around and she said she remembers clear as day there was a small boy with curly blonde hair and like he had like blue eyes he was like super and she was like she didn't say that he was wearing old-fashioned clothes but she said it was a wee boy and then she quickly looked back around and no one was there and that was the same house that was in the flat and stuff like that so there was something going on sorry how old was it the house itself um yeah it was like about 150 years old I reckon maybe maybe I don't know maybe more than that but I mean it's that my hometown like it's still there like sometimes I drive into the village like to visit my mom and stuff and I'm like oh like you know I'd love to go and see the flat now and see what it's like and stuff and like if I still got the same vibes and stuff but it was spooky as hell like oh Oh, weird word and yeah and then from there ghostbusters got obsessed with that and then much later on the usual stuff but why why are you like this what's your what's my trauma yeah um i i don't know like my mum said that like when i was really young i had this like preoccupation with death um like really huge, like when like when i was like three before you can even really i kept being like really paranoid like, about dying like really scared of death and but also being really fascinated by it and to the point where like she took me to the health visitor <laughs> <laughs> because she said that like I'd be trying to help her clean or something and if I licked if I ate something off my hand it still had a little bit of cleaner off it I would like have a meltdown that I was going to die because there's chemicals in it wow seemed to have always been a bit of a weird child and <laughs> yeah. one day I asked her if she would take me a walk around her graveyard because she wanted to go to walk around it must have been three. Oh um, my god that's it's very very odd day out for the child yeah having said that I love symmetries yeah 100% is... there's something actually quite peaceful about it without sounding like a weirdo 
yeah I used to go with my granny like for like yeah. to go up and tend to the graves up there and I remember like really enjoying it and, and stuff like that which I don't think is morbid I think it was just like a nice day out and I'd get a mixture <laughs> when I got back but day like Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but um oh that's that's so it was weird. weird and the health visitor said you know it's a, it's a, a sign she said it's a sign of intelligence and she will probably go into medicine oh my god weird what a, what a strange thing so I, was, like, I think it was weird I was always weird in yeah. that way. and just love spooky shit and so does my sister my biggest sister so maybe that's from her that I got this um but I grew up uh, in a, a kind of bungalow that my dad had actually built um and so like <laughs> it wasn't it was built before we moved in so I never got right. a bed never got oh, a bed right, okay. and then when I was about 11 we moved to the house I told you about which uh, was haunted AF. A woman died yeah. just before we moved in. Shit. And honestly, like the weirdest shit used to happen to me, and I didn't feel like my mum believed me at all. And I can remember like being young, like my telly every single night, and I swear, like I swear down every night, my mm-hmm. TV would turn itself on. And this was like <gasps> back in the day when it was like, do you remember the really old tellies you actually had to physically push on? Yeah, if my dad had his way, we'd still have TVs like that now. Exactly, those types <laughs> of tellies. And I can remember screaming. I can remember being in P5 or something like that and absolutely screaming. And it continued until we moved out. And it would, wouldn't matter what room I was in. Stuff would turn itself on and off. And to, I would always say, I remember saying to my piano teacher when I was young, which now if this was me and some a child said this to me, I would be like, you need to find a new piano teacher. <laughs> but I used to say to her like there's a ghost in the house my mum doesn't believe me like I used to tell her and then we moved like they moved into the house they're in now and I said that that house was creepy and she, my mum was like oh yeah it was haunted I just didn't want to scare you more by telling me that oh man do you know I think my our mums were obviously the same because I must have mentioned it at one point I mean such a like you said such a trauma and stuff like that but like I guess parents don't want to like you know because obviously like throughout my life as well I've always been like similar to you right I've always been really and in- like weirdly interested into even in ghosts when I was really young not death as such that's a bit more <laughs> morbid so that's yeah but I don't work in medicine so whatever but like um like every house I've lived in there's been as we'll probably get to has got some connection to that type of thing like every like all the flats that I've lived in and but well, one like two in particular in my current home that I live in as well is like for for reasons unknown I'm drawn to this type of thing and I don't get it like I just love it I think I don't there's something exciting and of the unknown and it's just always like I'm obsessed with Most Wanted I used to love Yvette Fielding she was like my idol on like Blue Peter and then she I went into like her now though but no it's not her I don't like now like I don't like Most Wanted now I liked it when I was younger oh so did I I liked it for the comedy value with all the yeah. swearing and stuff like that absolutely hilarious her running through the woods effing and blinding like I Remember loved it the- do you remember the episode where Derek Okono was like, Mary loves dick? Mary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mary loves dick. I was like, oh, hun. Oh, my God. Derek Okono, by the way, R.I.P. Who would have thought he would have become a ghost? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm touch wood. Don't, don't haunt us. <laughs> don't haunt us, please. I actually love Derek Okono. He was like, proper, like a, he's like a, I mean, I don't understand why he's not a gay icon. <laughs> Do you know what I, mean? <laughs> I was going to say because he's not gay, but neither is like Cher. It's no. I just felt like he was just like fabulous or whatever with his big gold rings and stuff. Loved it. But um, funny story. So my my biggest sister and I both love like scary shit. We have a pet name for each other in our family that's Sam. 
we call each other Sam. And oh, it's because like, <laughs> was Sam. And do you know that way? I still call it to this day. And I'm like, okay, Sammy, I'll see you soon, Sam. <laughs> and like, we've done it so much that I'm like, actually, thanks, Derek Okoda, because it came from him. <laughs> yeah, I loved it, honestly. I loved that. I loved and anything to do with that when I was younger I don't know if you've ever heard this right but there's a there was a tape that was out when we were kids right this is probably good this is a good sachet into like goosebumps and stuff but um yeah like did you ever there was a the Richard O'Brien of Rocky Horror right and Crystal May's fame another icon another gay icon he did this tape that was called oh, I can't remember I should have looked it up but it was a ghost tape about all these like ghost stories it was like British ghost stories and I swear to god I listened to it like I must have wore that cassette out like honestly mm-hmm. I loved it so good it, like it, he basically told all these ghost stories and it was just I was obsessed love it. with it I love it brilliant do you know what really freaked me out when I was young what um but you still have it don't laugh at me but there was a cartoon scooby-doo zombie island <laughs> oh, right. oh my god i was traumatized but i still watched it on repeat and then i remember my sisters having like 15s that were scary on dvd and like watching them sneaking watch them. yeah and i always kind of love spooky stuff see i i love i love spooky stuff but i don't like like i love ghosty spooky stuff like so i would watch like things about ghosts and stuff but you know how people are like oh you like horror or whatever and I'm like I don't necessarily like horror I, I yeah, like I'm with you on that one I'd like horrors um like uh sinister and I like mm. horrors like the invisible man I don't even know if that is a horror and I kind of like thriller, <laughs> literally <laughs> things I don't like gore I hate gore mm. I can't watch the Saw films I know I it's like this type of obsession is like super specific to like afterlife, like the yeah. unknown. We should do a psychological like evaluation on ourselves. Sons. We should, we should check it out because I bet there's something in that. Like, but, I think it um, comes from a blind hope that we don't die, and that's it. Honestly, I think that's where it comes from. Maybe, but I don't know. I I don't, I don't know, but I I love the feeling of being scared. Like, yeah. um, like I love like. I know we're planning on doing this and stuff at some point soon, but like, you know, going on like a, a exploring a haunted location or going down the vaults in Edinburgh or whatever and stuff like that. I just like the feeling of it and stuff. And it's it's like you're connecting to like another realm or something, or you feel that there's a connection to another realm and stuff. Like that. I don't know, maybe it's that. It's adrenaline. Like it's kind of the same as like roller coasters. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So did you like read a lot of like, when you were younger and stuff like did you fill your time with like I mean was it was it a proper obsession like with like books you read and stuff you watched or whatever like what was yeah I used to watch stuff with my sister um both of my sisters and particularly my middle sister because she was there kind of more um I used to love like are you afraid of the dark did you ever I fucking love that I watched that on Netflix recently again it's still it still slaps I must say it <laughs> Totally. I remember thinking like Goosebumps came out a bit later on. And I remember being like, I'm not so sure about that. That's not got the quite the heart stopping of like, are you afraid of the dark or whatever? I still, I'm not going to lie, I did watch Goosebumps too. I watched Goosebumps too as well. I actually watched that one with the puppet. Well, not the puppet, but the, because I read all the books. Like I read, I love the Goosebumps yeah. books. Yeah. But I also, I also read, there was, an, there was another series of books that was out when I was a kid that I used to read. But they were, it was too much on the, they would do like different stuff. They would do vampires as well and stuff like that. And I was just like, at that point, I was like, no, I'd, Buffy hadn't arrived yet. So I was like, no, like, 
Ghosts only, please. Yeah, ghosts. This is a ghost only section, by the way. Yeah, are you afraid of the dark? I would say was definitely an obsession. I love that. I, lo- I liked goosebumps. I loved like Scooby Doo, <laughs> and also this is how I knew I loved spooky shit. Maybe you were the same, mm-hmm. and I still am the same. I loved the Halloween episodes of The Simpsons more than like the normal episodes. Really, I like. I kind of like them. Yeah, Uh-oh. I get. I, I I like. Yeah, I. I think I think anything like that is like I suppose yeah I'm into Halloween stuff as well like okay it's not strictly ghost right okay I'll come back to that like it's like I, I do love ghosts and spooky stuff and all that mostly but like I do like I don't know I'm, I'm into kind of like I used to be obsessed with cryptology when I was a kid as well I don't know like if you're aware of what that is I thought it was a real an actual science which (laughs) not because I was like I went when I went to high school I once told my teacher that I wanted to be a cryptozoologist and she was like you know that's like the study of Bigfoot right and I was like yes (laughs) like like proper like of course it is (laughs) I did not know that I did not know that that was study of Bigfoot that makes it sound really academic well it's like it's like alter it's like weird shit so it's like oh aliens or like when aliens were like you know I know nowadays people are like oh aliens do exist and I was like but back then I was like people were like no they don't yeah whatever but like it's about the study of like unnatural like species and stuff like that so yeah I'm I'm set I used to be obsessed with that type of stuff as well or like like weird like like practices of different like religions and like cultures and stuff like that like all that type of stuff like anything that was so I take it back I actually like anything that's weird to be fair fair I used to tell my teachers that I want you to be a parapsychologist that's also cool I really wanted to be one so bad we should have we should have teamed up and started our own business or whatever like literally I study beasts <laughs> like yeah. I study werewolves like the, <laughs> of the UK slash ghosts and stuff yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> cool though because like parapsychology I mean that's really big right now because stranger things think about it like you know really relevant very relevant I watch um, oh you should have you not no genuinely not oh it's fucking amazing if you love the 80s and you love parapsychology I would definitely watch it what more could I want it's like that's like telekinesis right and mind reading and stuff like that yeah I thought parapsychology was like like explaining the unexplained type of thing or like so I guess to summarize I guess the whole experiences as a kid when I was a kid and stuff I think maybe maybe I was obsessed with death as well just in a different way I suppose um because I always just found everything to do with that fascinating and I wanted to be Pete Venkman like I wanted to be a ghostbuster like my <laughs> mum and dad when because I'm a child of the 80s by the way I don't know when were you born are you an 80s child fucking bitch okay well I'm older <laughs> um so when I was born in 1985 although I look like I was born in 1984 um I was I became obsessed with Ghostbusters when I was a child and I mean really obsessed I've like had all the toys so yeah like so basically like I got the proton pack I got like everything and I used to just that was what I wanted to be when I was older and stuff like that I wanted to find ghosts and stuff and that was what I was going to do um and then I realized that Bill Murray is an actor and they're not real and stuff like that but yeah so I don't know just brings me a lot of pleasure for some reason it does I don't know like there's it's just so fascinating to me like I love hearing people's I love hearing people's like ghost stories and stuff but having said that sometimes when I listen to people talking about ghosts I'm like I don't believe you I'm like yeah other people's stories unless they're people like especially now we're older like most of the people in my life 
I would believe like a ghost story now, but I mean like at work and stuff when somebody's like talking about stuff and I'm like, I just don't believe you. I think you're talking shit. I don't know. Your work is bound to be a bit more like, yeah, I mean, no, that's fair. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You're a, you're a hot spot for it. Um, but basically, yeah, I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, but not a lot of, a lot of my friends are really cynical about it and stuff like that. Like my friend, my recent work colleague or my, who's also now my new best friend, she told me a story recently that she's like a psych she's like psychic and got psychic abilities and stuff like that and she told me some howling stories about when she was younger she used to talk to people in the room and her mom was like who are you speaking to and stuff like that and she could see people and stuff and then she said that her daughter started doing it recently as well like saying there was a man in the room speaking to her every night and stuff like that and I was like how weird is that as well that some people claim that they can see stuff and other people can and it's just bizarre like I love it I love all that type of thing me too I would I was gonna say I would love to see things I don't think I would I think I'd shit myself I've definitely seen shit like I've seen but shit happen like, in front of me like, psychic like to be able to like sit and oh fuck well. off can you imagine? I would hate that like honestly see when I went to that spiritualist medium recently she was like proper like you know you've got the ability to do this too and I was like hover I was like, no, well, I won't be bloody inviting anybody in. <laughs> like, honestly, I, 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 I don't want this talent. I was like, I worked from bed all day today and basically <laughs> didn't get a put a bra until five o'clock. And I was like, and I put it on for this podcast, by the way. Oh, I've not got one. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'd hate to see a ghost come in and be like, wow, what a lazy fat bitch. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Telling me that I'm <laughs> You know? Yeah. But no, like, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I. I I, don't, I would hate it. I remember speaking to this nurse whose friend was like a psychic but never did mm. any readings for anyone. Like, I don't think she particularly enjoyed it. Mm. And apparently, and like, this is her story, I am not saying this. Apparently, Amy Winehouse's ghost found her. Like, randomly. No way. And That's hilarious and fabulous. In her kitchen. And Amy was like, I know you can see me and I really need you to pass a message on to my dad. He's called Mitch. This is his name on Facebook. Look him up. And she was like, I am not getting involved with anything like that. What did she say? And Amy was like, please, 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 like, message him. And she was, the psychic was like, I'm not, I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved with anything like this. And apparently Amy pestered her for, like, three hours to the point where, like, this girl went upstairs, showered, went to bed, and then Amy walked through. And she was like, I'm begging you, please message my dad. And this girl was like, no, I'm going to my bed. That is crazy. I would be like, I'm going to tell him now. I'm going to phone James. Like, honestly, I've got a message from beyond the grave from probably one of the greatest, like, British singers of all time. I was like, yeah, I'll tell him. Although, I would yeah. be like, can I have your ghostly autograph? Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Before I do, could you, sing, could you sing a few lines for me, babes? Also, such a tragedy. Like, honestly. Oh, my God. I'm like, totally. here all day. I'm like, um, I, I was telling I was telling Lauren about the podcast list to True Crime and Cocktails and they do an episode on Amy Winehouse and how much she was failed. Her dad is a dick. He is a dick. A Awful. Dick. Talk about riding her, honestly. Honestly, and another Britney. Another Britney. Yeah, totally. Totally. Awful. She was such a talent as well. Do you know, my mate Fern um, met her um, right when she first started in Edinburgh and apparently she was so lovely. Like before she got into the booze and all that type of stuff and um she was so lovely, so and like really like, like like not polite, but she was just very humble and stuff like that. Like a really nice person. So it's such a tragedy the way that went. Like oh, totally, and she could have been saved. There were so many warning shots to her family. Anyway, yeah. 
we'll get into that. But yeah, apparently, yeah, this person in Scotland was getting pestered and she was like, I'll be driving down the road and, you know, I will see people who are standing on the side of the road for whatever reason, whether they died there or whether they didn't. And they do try and get into my car because they know I can see them and they try and pass messages on. Fucking hell. That's crazy. I know. That's so, like, not for me. Someone once told me a story. Um, So when we were at school, my friend at school, if she ever listens to this, I bet she'll be amazed I remember her telling me, but <laughs> so her her mum's friend was a psychic, but like one of those unwanting psychics. She just knew she could just see people and distant whatever. And apparently one day she was like coming out the shower and she was like coming out with like her towel on and stuff like that. And she said she just looked down the stairs and there was this like old man that was just like like ogling her. Like I like watching her being like, hey, like, oh my god, like watching her like coming out the shower and stuff. And then she said to the guy, she's like, you know, I can see you, right? And he just went, and then just like, and just walked out the house. <laughs> As in like walked away and like, or didn't walk out the house, but he walked into the living room and obviously disappeared or whatever. But he was like, obviously totally embarrassed that he'd been seen ogling this woman coming out the shower and stuff like that. Cause he didn't realize that she could see him. That was the story I was told, but I was like, <laughs> pervy ghosts, of course. But like, so like, do you ever, does your brain ever think this or is this just me that I'm like, see like my passed on relatives if they are with me do they see me doing stuff <laughs> I, I worry about that I, I actually do worry about that. you know I I worried so when my granny died I was at tea in the park and I didn't find out till I came home and when I found out I was so embarrassed like because first of all I pulled somebody at tea in the park that weekend and I was like oh my god she's seen it and then I immediately ran and got my dildo and my my my, my hidden packet of fags and like tore them up dramatically and like bent the dildo and like I, don't even want them. <laughs> I was like I don't know how these got here granny I don't know how this managed to get here I was like she's seen her all now Jesus I honestly it was so dramatic then I was like dramatically crying in the garden while like, these ripped up fags or whatever like oh <laughs> So yeah, I do worry about that. <laughs> that is incredible. Oh my god, I wasn't expecting that story to come back when yeah. it's... <laughs> I was like seventeen, dramatic or whatever. But honestly, I was like, I'm so shameful. I mean, I don't think about it now as much. I don't actually. I think my granny's seen so much horrific stuff I've done through the years. She's probably just doesn't look at me now. She's yeah, just that's like, fair. and also like, <laughs> you've got to live life, you know. You've got to live life, and I have lived a life. Let's put it that way. You have so. lived a life with dildos and fags, tea in the park. <laughs> dildos and fags. Who am I to judge? Exactly. I am but yeah, I mean, if anything, it would be good entertainment value as well for my, my relatives. Oh, what's Lauren up to now? Oh, bloody, yeah. yeah. She's, a, she's, a, she's a laugh. <laughs> See me, especially now that I've currently got COVID, uh, I'm just sleeping most of the time. So probably- I know. Fun. I was saying that earlier how boring must it be for people so I live I live in a funeral I live above a funeral parlor right? I live so in a funeral I live in a funeral parlor perfect <laughs> I love it just me and the me and the like, old body <laughs> yeah I take it too seriously but like um so I didn't know it was a funeral parlor when we moved in like I literally thought it was I, did I not tell you that I didn't I feel like that should have to be disclosed no well she bloody didn't she was like oh it's uh I don't know what's downstairs she just kept saying it was like oh we don't know what's downstairs I'm like yeah you do so when we bought the place we didn't know we just loved the house because it's fabulous or it was fabulous um and we moved in and we, it doesn't have a garden which is obviously a contentious topic which I'll cover in a later episode but anyway we moved in the day we moved in here the 
funeral directors came up to greet us moving into the house and said oh do you want to do you want to come downstairs did they tell you what was downstairs and I went what um and they took us down the back of our house which is a fabulous Victorian five bedrooms it's on sale just now um went downstairs opened one room full of coffins that's below my kitchen opened another room and went oh sorry someone's in there and we went (laughs) oh so this is a this is a proper morgue under our house and he was like yes had no idea we had already moved half our shit and all the dildos were coming into the house <laughs> all of them so yeah so we moved into the house and um and we had no idea but this is the second house that I've I've been in that's got like a dis has been affiliated with like that sort of thing because you were in my flat in grief fires talked about it earlier that flat had loads of weird things happen in it but I was like too bu- I was too busy partying most of the time when I was there to even really notice and stuff but a couple of times I was in the house myself and like we're talking like people used to take pictures of me sitting on the balcony of my house because you would climb out onto a grave yes, so like all yes. the tourists in Edinburgh were like oh look at her on the grave or whatever like having a fag um <laughs> and basically because were you not out and like you must have been out in it were you when you visited surely yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah so I mean there was a couple of things happened in that house, but nothing super serious other than my friend, my my ex, actually. I'm sure she said that as well. So when she came to stay one time, she heard voices in the hallway and stuff like that. And like, I was like, I never heard any voices in the house. But one time something happened to me and wrecked in the house, which we thought was really, really strange. And my former flatmate, and he was he was weirded out. And he was like a, he was like a total cynic, like completely didn't believe in any of that type of stuff. And it was so weird that he turned to me and he was like, how did you do that? (laughs) And I was like, I didn't. I don't know how that happened. So, yeah. So we were on the couch and we were just having a bit of a laugh or whatever. And there was like a full bottle of something on on the floor. Like, this is, this is, this only sticks in my memory because it was like, for him to say something weird, I was like, oh, that's really strange. So basically we were just chatting and having a bit of a laugh. And I think we're just watching like something hilarious on telly or whatever. Cause my life is just a constant laugh. And um, all of a sudden we were talking and then the bottle just went and there's a glass bottle of water full for some reason it was on the floor. I don't know why a ritual or whatever. It just got pushed over. And I mean, not like proper, like it, it just, it's like somebody kicked it basically. And we both stopped, looked at each other and he was like, how did you do that? And I was like, I didn't. And there was other, there was loads of other stuff that happened as well, like things would get moved about the house and all that type of thing in the flat and stuff. But like I said, I mean, it was a party flat, so we didn't really pay too much attention to it because I was like never there. But um, I just think it was weird that we were, I was drawn to that house because I remember when we were looking for a flat, the first thing that was shown on the advert was like the graveyards outside. And I was like, let's go for that one. Let's go for that. And he was like, okay it turned out to be an amazing flat actually and kudos to the people that owned it it didn't end very well but when we moved out deposit wise but um it was a fantastic flat so yeah but yeah it was haunted haunted as shit man I was gonna ask did your did your flatmate have anything weird that was gonna be one of my questions but it doesn't sound like he would tell you he wouldn't even if it did happen he would probably keep it to himself or just think it was he would he would use logic to explain it or whatever um and Rick spent a lot more time in the flat than I did because I, I used to go home a lot of the weekends and stuff so he'd be by himself um so I don't know maybe stuff did happen he actually had the room that was on the side of the graveyard I was on the side of the street I wish to fuck would change actually because I never slept for three years oh really um, <laughs> uh, I mean the grass market you know, crazy 
I mean, I used to have people that were in the elephant house that could see me getting changed in the morning or whatever. I was like, Papa, morning, guys. Here's my tits. Happy tits. Um, <laughs> here's my tits. He didn't ever say anything happened. And if it did, he wouldn't tell me. He'd probably think he'd been stupid or something like that. You know, I'm surrounded by cynicists, honestly. Is that worse? I would cynicists? say, yeah, it is. I would say I am a cynical believer. Yeah. Don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, I've become more like that as a golder, actually. Weirdly. I, like, I just, I believe you when you're telling me stuff, and I believe my friends and stuff when they tell me stuff, but see when, like, I don't know, all these TikToks of haunted places, I'm like, bullshit. I lo- I'm like that now, though, because I think I'm, like, literally a connoisseur of ghost videos. Like, I've watched <laughs> probably thousands of hours of ghost videos and been like, mm-hmm. And at first I was like, every single video I was like, fuck me go success like every single time I was like oh my god there is the proof there why are people not following this and then as I've gotten older I'm like that's fake I was like they're using strings like whatever I'm I'm actually since becoming obsessed with ghost hunting and ghosts and all that kind of shit and watching ghost adventures like it's my bible like whatever I love it um I've become much more like oh I don't think that's real I think that's fake that's bullshit blah 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 especially with ghost adventures Mm, I'm I, like maybe the latter series but... exactly the later series I'm like bullshit the older ones I prefer sometimes because I don't know it feels more real I'm like even though yeah. I watched Ghost as an adult I'm like why did this scare me this is such bullshit it didn't scare see I didn't scare me most haunted I just willed them to like I just I found it hilarious for the campness of it and I found it if they got anything the funniest one was when Yvette I remember it was like a scandal where she like must have like oh actually I better not mention she it the door she did something she like she like opened and closed the drawer and went oh my god did you hear that <laughs> whatever like she's always like making sounds with her voice you're like yeah like, Yvette, you were grabbing the can opener babe <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> it's hilarious but like um the um ghost adventures the first I mean if for people that want to watch it the first ever episode the pilot episode of ghost adventures is scary as shit that's the one that's when, one of the scariest yeah when Zach got that um brick thrown at him or whatever like doesn't does a wooden thing fall as well something does I can't remember it was like they were using like handy cams or whatever like back then so like yeah. everything you're mad Blair Witch scary but like whenever Zach um, yeah. yells I'm like daddy <laughs> I don't I clearly don't feel that way about him at all like, you're like I fucking don't <laughs> yeah I don't find that attractive I'm probably more in for a vet actually <laughs> but like <laughs> do you know what, actually good side note um do you know a vet fielding admittedly was my first female crush was she she is really pretty she's really on blue pretty. peter i was a sucker for that perm clearly when i was five oh. years old or whatever <laughs> six years old. okay shag marry kill mm-hmm. oh i don't know which way this is gonna go jenica cora yvette fielding zach bagans oh my god that is so hard because well, i can't kill derek obviously because he's already okay pretend he's still alive okay uh well how about avoid? Let's say I'll uh, avoid. No. No, yeah, avoid is <laughs> I'll shag Zach. I'd marry Yvette clearly because she's she's like a great laugh. And I would avoid Derek, but then I'd probably make up with him later on because <laughs> I just love I was like avoid with all respect due. <laughs> yeah, avoid with all respect due to the man. Yeah. Um, what about you? I'd avoid question. Derek. I would probably shag away and marry Zach because then I could just keep banging him. 
yeah, you've really got a thing for Zach, and I'm just I do. Like, I just I find him so irritating, but mm. I also kind of fancy him. Yeah, I've actually like I can see why. Do you know what the funny thing about Zach is? He got so jacked through like I don't know, it was like eight series in because he went. He was quite scrawny when they first kicked off, and then. I don't know, it was like eight series of Ghost Adventures. All of a sudden, he was like pumping. On the roids. The All the roids, yeah. <laughs> and he was like pumping in the gym, like proper. Like Hunt. every time he came in an episode, he was like beefed up. And then remember, like he would get like taken over, he'd get possessed or whatever, and he'd all of a sudden become a crazy, aggressive maniac. And I'm like, no, that's just like the steroids kicking like, in. That's, that's like, the roids, babe. <laughs> That's the right page. He's like, I think a demon's taking over me. And it's like, no, that you're just like off the chart with the roids. Yeah, <laughs> But see, when he wears like quite a tight, like long sleeved tee and you can see his like biceps. Yeah, I do get it. I do get it. But like, um, yeah, I mean, I'm... definitely. I think, he'd be <laughs> I think he'd be hotter if he just let himself become a silver fox, honestly. Oh, does he dye his hair? Yeah, he definitely does. 100%. And he fake fake tans. Have you seen the the photo of him like next to what he looks like without fake tan? No, I've not seen that. Oh my god! And he's like pale, and then it's like bright orange. It's wild. I need to check it out. I also fake tan, so I'm like, is this a match made in heaven? <laughs> yeah, you just continuously ghost hunting and fake tanning at the same time. Yeah, or maybe be like <laughs> covered in Doritos. It would look like. In- <laughs> just like a whole room dedicated to like i don't know tanning beds or whatever but but he does have a that haunted museum yeah and that's commitment by the way what is that the old warren's stuff or whatever like you know the investigators they've got the debuck box as well what's that the book box debuck box it's a it was a oh it's a jewish oh i know what you mean it's cursed and stuff yeah i know about that yeah alone touched it and got cursed what's the curse like terrible tattoos (laughs) (laughs) you're like you were inflicted with that before touching that (laughs) yeah yeah. he was in an episode of ghost adventures as well wasn't he actually that's a debug box one i'm talking about oh is that the one you're talking about all right oh okay yeah have you you seen the episode where they bring out annabelle and he touches her yeah i did actually see that and i was like that guy's got balls the size of yes like balls Literally, that I what kind of want to sit on. <laughs> I, I was like, that... want to sit on the Annabelle doll? I was like, no, no, no it's no, cast, no, babes, no. don't. No, no, no. You mean I kind of want to use his balls as like a beanbag chair. <laughs> well, they're big enough. <laughs> well, they will be if he touches bloody Annabelle. <laughs> I can't believe that. No, I don't. Like, see, that's, I have to say, see stuff like Ouija boards, stuff like actually even doing seances and stuff like I once went to like a fake Victorian seance which was so much fun and I loved it and me and my mom, fake? or was it fake oh it, it was it was it was this fantastic night where it was like it was basically a meal and it was all like strangers because it was for the festival and there was like, all these strangers around this big so we had this like fabulous meal and then afterwards there was like an illusionist that came in but he was one of those like oh. ghost illusionists so we would do like well like he was suggesting that spiritualist mediums of like the victorian age were like complete like fakers or whatever which they they probably were but it was like he did all these victorian style kind of like spiritualist like things it was so cool i absolutely loved it but on all seriousness i do not fuck with shit like that like i would not i would never do i would not anyway we didn't i did it once in my lifetime with two of my fabulous gay friends 
I don't know why I have to say that, but they're, they're every time. <laughs> my <laughs> fabulous gay friends. Um, my t- two of my best friends actually in their old flat. We did it with another friend of, of ours. And um, did you do it in that haunted flat? In my flat, really no hard. effing way. Oh no. my god! I was about to be it, like, "My balls the size of Zach Bagan." No, I know. I was like, "Me and Zach, um, with our cushions for balls." And um, we were, um, no, we were. Uh, it was their flat um, in Edinburgh as well, and it was it, again. It was an old tenement um, building. It was a beautiful flat as well. Sorry, I keep plugging all the all the flats in Edinburgh. Fabulous real estate. But um, we did it there. It was so that was crazy though, and you know my friend he was so drunk as well when we were doing it, and it was like we should not be doing this when he's when Alan's that drunk, um, but he was being so so funny, but he kept being like, "Get out, demon! What are you doing here?" In this sort of elaborate like way that he does, and I just kept freaking out, and eventually like we were like Neil are you moving it or whatever and he was like no no I'm not moving it I'm not moving it and he took off his finger and we all it turns took it off and it kept moving like it kept moving and making sensible answers and eventually we were like right we're gonna go now or whatever and like we smashed the glass and stuff like that in the fireplace which we we did it in the end of every night that's quite extra well we like to we like to make a show um so we did that and then but honestly that was freaky that was so freaky and what were the answers Oh, I can't remember. I remember the person that answered us lived in the building, not in that flat, and was telling us about when they lived there and stuff like that. And we were just like, okay. But the weird thing was about, uh, maybe, must have been about the same time, me and my friend were staying over and we woke up one night living, like sleeping on the floor in the living room because I had no beds. And there was like, literally a woman sounded like she was crying hysterically in the room with us. Like, for real. Like, I can't believe I'm just, this is all coming back to me. I know. And my friends will validate this, by the way. And um, I was like, to to my friend, Stephen, I was like, do you hear that? And he was like, yeah. And and we thought maybe it was a woman in the next room, like in the next flat over. Went on for ages and ages and eventually it stopped. And I thought that was weird. And then literally like maybe a few days later, whenever we were next day in the flat, same thing happened. A woman hysterically crying in the next flat. So someone was either going through a really shitty time or a breakup or whatever and was continuously upset or there was something weird going on. I don't know. But oh no. Oh no. Have you I ever don't... done anything like that? When I was like really wee before I even knew what it was, I used to, you know, write letters out with my sister. Nothing I don't think ever happened that I can think of. And I wouldn't do it. Seriously. No, the only weird thing that happened was um I in that house I was just saying that was haunted. I can remember being on the house phone with my friend, TBT to house phones, honestly. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna go down yes, for two seconds and I left the phone there and she was like, Who was scratching the phone? <gasps> she was like, Somebody like growled. It was like like, Do you have a cat? Oh no, thank you. No so thanks. The only weird thing that's ever happened. And you know, was she t- was she talking shit? I don't think she probably would. I don't think she would. Loads of things happened in the bungalow that um I used to live in as well. Um, like especially when so my mum and dad were having like they were sort of not having a great time together. And I remember the energy in the house was really like not good. Like it was a lot of arguing and people were like the family wasn't happy and stuff. And I remember a couple of times when my mum was upset about something or other and she said, did you hear that? And I went, what? And she says, I just heard someone call your name in the hallway. No. And I went, and I said, did you? And she says, yes, yeah, someone said Lauren. 
And I was like, and this was when my mom was, I think I was either like talking at my mom or like something like that or t- like whatever, that it was tense in the house at that time. And I remember she heard that and it was like, it was weird. It was like, because all, it felt like all the unhappiness is just was like driving this type of energy. Uh-huh. And my mom was like, it sounded like a familiar voice, like someone like maybe like one of our relatives or whatever. Like she said, it was something like that. I mean, she'll, I'll ask her now and she'll be like, no, nah, I wasn't happy. Uh, that was me, Lauren. I wasn't me, but, um, but it did. I remember that. So nope. we need to touch upon this again. There was like loads yeah, of Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I've had like, oh, we can get into messages in like a proper episode that we've had from people who've passed on. Um, I've had weird dreams but the one thing I remember in person was in my first house I grew up in I never got haunted vibes from really um, but I can remember putting something in my wardrobe like this is how vividly I remember it and I can remember like folding a blanket or something and I can remember just in my ear hearing Olivia <gasps> just like just like that somebody was in my ear and it was like Olivia like almost panicked that's so freaky and I must have been about seven at the time and I was oh my like, god I'm gonna like I'm gonna be playing like I'm gonna have the tv on all night watching bloody love island or whatever like honestly type of evening for me here y'all <laughs> yeah so anyway after like all our discussion and stuff because we've obviously got a lot of ground to cover um we should probably get to the point of what we're actually going to do and like this series and stuff like that and what the plan is so like I think what we ideally would like to do is we're going to talk through like different haunted locations across the country and beyond and stuff like that, talk through the stories. Potentially, maybe we'll do some interviews with people, even we'll do interviews with people that work at the venues, potentially. We're really into doing uh, like, you know, we'll be doing like haunted scout outs and stuff like that. So going to locations, just everything we can do, we're going to be doing and exploring it in a lot of detail in the future, um, just to sort of, bring life to our passions and stuff like that and like you know really just getting amongst it and stuff like that and I think it will be interesting to go into like the history of the venues as well as well as like the actual spooky occurrences and like who lived there so that the plan is that's what we're going to be doing in future episodes and we'll continue to evolve that over time and I think that something that will evolve over time is we can maybe even have like once a month or once every two months share like listener stories oh yeah for sure um, and we are hoping one day, hopefully next year, to have like a fringe show or, you know, do live shows because we just basically want to get out and find ghosts. Yeah, basically, and immerse ourselves in that world. On the on the getting people's stories as well, like I've got quite a few friends and stuff that are like, mm-hmm. I was going to go down that route, but like my, I've got a couple of mates, I've got some seriously mental experiences. And I must tell you about the time that me and my best friend, when we were kids, well, we weren't kids, we we're like 16 and stuff like that, but we were, we explored her ex-boyfriend or her boyfriend at the time's house. And honestly, the most haunted experience of my entire life. And it did not help that my friend was like provoking stuff. No. Really scary. Oh God. Yeah. Bern was off the charts. But like, um, it was, that was, that was a super weird experience. And we got it. We actually documented it on video. And then for some bizarre reason, I gave the video that we recorded to someone at university to look at and I never got it back. She gave it to her boyfriend to look at. For some reason, he was into ghosts as well. And they lived in Carlisle and I never got it again. So yeah, if this bitch ever listens to this, I want that tape back, by the way, because it's probably the only evidence in the world of the afterlife. (laughs) (laughs) Send it now. That's the warning sent, hun. You've been warned. You've been warned now. I know I know I remember your name. I don't know where you are. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so we've got loads of stuff to cover. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. We'll do another episode on like spooky experience because I feel like we've got so much to still cover. So yeah, we've got, I think next week we're going to be doing scary stories from our friends and maybe a couple from ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. So we can ask around. Um, but this has been so much fun. I know, I'm enjoying it. Hopefully... Hopefully this proper um turns into a like a super super fun hobby stroke hobby for us or whatever. <laughs> we do have jobs as well, so we have to like work during the day, but I'm like up for doing this as much as possible. Well, I'm up for being like part time doctor, part time almost full time ghost hunter, you know. You've got such a good job though, see so I can't even say that. I'm like, oh yeah, I work in finance. Yeah. That is such a so- good job. That's a sexy job. Mm-hmm. Working in well, finance. It's sexy if you don't see me in person. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, that sounds a sexy job. Oh, wait, no, she's she's still lying in bed. <laughs> like, I would be more day. offended if you worked from home in like a suit, though. I think that <laughs> yeah, totally. Like a full suit with pants on, like on teams and stuff. <laughs> like, yep, got my top hat on today, hun. God, you know, I'm so old. Well, I'm not that old, but like, I'm. I actually worked in finance when you still had to wear suits in the office crazy i know throwbacks but yeah it's been fun let's do another episode soon thank you so much for listening follow us on instagram at is this place haunted podcast and thank you so much for listening thanks guys see you later Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.